Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Working. Now it's working. Okay. First and last name. Jamie. J-A-M-I-E. Sussman. S-U-S-S-M-A-N. And I am the founder and president of Sprint for Service Dogs. Okay. Courtney? Courtney. C-O-U-R-T-N-E-Y. Sussman. S-U-S-S-M-A-N. Recipient of Sprint for Service Dogs. Okay. Terrific. You're also a committee member. We can always we can always put that in there. Now I just need when you when you just when you're going to talk, push each other out of the way and so that you're nice and close. Right. Yeah, so that you're nice and close. Okay, and we're going to start. Let's welcome both Jamie Sussman and Courtney Sussman to our program today. And Jamie, I'm going to start with you because you have an event coming up, and we'd like everybody to know the organization that you're with and the uh, when and where of the event. Uh, Yes, we have an event coming up. It's our second annual Halloween Sprint for Service Dogs. It's a 5K, a trick-or-treat walk. Uh, There's tons of events going on that day within the event for children and both dogs, um, including costume contests for children and dogs, um, bounce house inflatables, bake sales, uh, basket raffles, all sorts of fun stuff. And the organization is actually called Sprint for Service Dogs. Uh, we started about a year ago, and um, we're raising money this year now for Guardian Angels Medical Service Dogs, uh, which trains and donates service dogs to veterans and first responders. All right. Now, when we're talking about the event itself, are the dogs involved in the 5K, or is this just for their two-legged friends? I know dogs are welcome to run in the 5K, and we actually have a medal uh, for the first canine to cross the finish line. Nice. That's awesome. Now, you mentioned the fact that you're talking about service dogs for veterans in particular, but you've been doing this before. What was the before for? Uh, I originally planned this same event last year. Um, It was also held at Nayog Park. It was on October 29th last year. Um, And I did that because my daughter, Courtney, uh, was in need of a diabetic alert dog. Uh, Once I found out what the cost was going to be, uh, it was basically, for lack of better words, sticker shock. Uh, And I decided that I needed to do some fundraising. And I was a runner at the time, so one of my friends had mentioned to me that I should plan a 5K. And that's where this kind of took off. It was around um, August. So I decided to take it with the Halloween theme and run with it. <laughs> run with it in one way or one <laughs> Pun way or intended. Another. Pun intended. <laughs> well, we do have Courtney with us today. Courtney, welcome. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. And maybe you could tell us a little bit about your experience. Your mom, a year ago, uh, was going to be raising money for a service dog for you. And can you give us just a little bit of your background as to why this all came about? Um, Well, I can't feel my... When I was younger, I would be able to feel my blood sugars, um, so I can tell when they were high or low. And now that I'm getting older, I can't 
<clears throat> I can't feel them anymore. So um, we kind of saw videos on Facebook of like diabetic service dogs and we started to see more of that. So I think that's what gave us the idea to get one. And um, that's when she started looking into getting a service dog. For How me. long were you diagnosed having diabetes? I've been, I've had diabetes since I was eight. Oh, so it's, so you've been dealing with this for a long time and yeah. you've been noticing a change. Did you, when your mom said, well, let's take a look at this, Courtney, and see what you think about it. Were you a little bit skeptical that, you know, a dog mom, really? Not really. Cause, um, I mean, I know how amazing dogs can be and like looking more into how like how a service dog could help me. Um, I don't know. I, I was really excited for it. <laughs> I wasn't really skeptical. Now, you've had your service dog who is? Finn. Finn for how long? Um, About um, two months. Oh, so he's relatively new in your house. Yeah. And how have you and Finn been getting along? Um, we get along great. We've bonded. I mean, he goes with me everywhere, so it's, you know, we're really close. And for the benefit of our listeners who unfortunately are not able to see Finn, who's licking my feet right now as we're <laughs> doing this interview, can you describe Finn to us? What kind of dog is he? Um, he's a chocolate lab, and um, he's got pretty green eyes. <laughs> um, he's got a killer smile, too. Oh, yeah. The whitest <laughs> teeth ever. Um He'll be two in November, so he's still he's still young. So he's still a puppy. Mm -hmm. Now, for a lot of people who, uh, you know, when we hear of service dogs, we hear of the kind of dogs that your mom is now going to be raising money for, for veterans. Now, in your case, what does Finn do in order to alert you that maybe you're having a problem? Is he trained to do that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and he can smell my blood sugars, so... If he smells that my blood sugar is high or low, he'll jump on me to alert me and he'll start like licking my face. And, you know, he doesn't leave me alone until he, I check my blood sugar. Oh, now he came already knowing this. Yeah. Yep. So this is part of the training. Yes. No wonder mom said there was a lot of sticker shock to go into there. So, Jamie, when we're talking about this, and you had the opportunity to um, look into this for Courtney. Was she having problems that you began to notice? Uh, yes. She's, like she said, as she's gotten older, she's having a harder time feeling her highs and lows. Uh, I have worked in the medical field for well over 20 years. Uh, I've worked on the ambulance in Scranton for most of that time. Um, I've not only seen, you know, things through my job, but I also know people personally who have unfortunately lost their lives in the middle of the night because of a low blood sugar uh, and not being able to feel it and having no warning. Mm -hmm. And as she was getting older and telling me that, you know, oh, my blood sugar's 30 and I didn't even feel it, it started to scare me. And she, you know, is out, was out on her own and it was nerve wracking. So I think I had a little bit more of a uh, fear than the average person would have because of my career and, you know, what I've seen and what I've dealt with. Because you know what will happen. Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, so that's when, you know, I decided that it was something that I wanted to do regardless. And obviously I didn't 
expect her to incur any of the costs because it was my idea mm-hmm. and you can't put a price on a life. Absolutely. Um, and these dogs on the low end are $15,000. Wow. Now talk about the, the dogs that you are hoping to raise the money for now to get with veterans. Theirs is a little bit different. Yes. Uh, Guardian Angels is also a nonprofit organization. Um, and then that's one of the main reasons why I chose them, because they do not charge their recipients for these animals. So they they work off of donations just like we do. Um, they do all of the training. So we raise the money. We donate it to them. Uh, they do all the training uh, and then they donate the dog to the recipient and we can designate that we want the dog to be local to any PA. Nice. We can designate it right down to a town if we want to. So we have full power of that decision uh, once we have the the full amount to sponsor a dog through them. Uh, We can even name the dog if we want. So it's it's a great program, and they're a great organization. Uh, They have a very in-depth, detailed application process. So they know that these animals are going to people that are going to benefit and they're going to take care of them. They can handle them financially because there is a lot of ongoing financial mm. costs, you right. know, medical insurance and vets and Vet care and all, food yeah. and, mm. you know, everything. It's a little Groomer. bit more. <laughs> exactly. It's a little bit more than having a pet, you know, um, it's a lot more than having a pet. So uh, they're they're a wonderful organization, and they actually helped me um, a little bit with direction in how to complete the nonprofit process to become a 501c3. Mm. So they've been very helpful, um, and they're trying to get some of their recipients to bring some dogs to the event. So we're crossing our fingers. They're located in Florida, but they do have a, a chapter in Pittsburgh, and they just broke ground on another chapter in Pennsylvania as well. Terrific. And one of the hardest things, and again, it's out of respect of the handler, we, when we meet them, they don't want us to come up and start petting them and cooing over them because... That could distract them yes. from their job. Yes, it's a, a do not pet. Right. Um, medical service dogs are trained to do a task. They're trained to do a job. They are working. So we want to, for lack of better explanation, we want to treat them like they're a wheelchair. Right. So we wouldn't go up and pet somebody's wheelchair. Correct. We don't want to go up and pet a service dog. Um, it does get a little frustrating to the handler at times because some people, it's hard for people to understand, especially when they have kids, you know. Um, so the handler tries to be understanding and some people push their boundaries a little bit. But it is a do not pet, do not distract, because not only is he not Finn not paying attention to Courtney and not smelling like he's supposed to be, but he's also now thinking that it's OK to approach people. Right. And to interact with people because he's trained to ignore people. He ignores. I have a dog and my dog is relentless, and Finn ignores him. So eventually my dog gives up and goes on his merry way, but Finn is trained to ignore other animals too. I'm going to bring my puppy over to your house. (laughs) (laughs) So once again, give us the where and the when and the why, because we want to make sure that you have a wonderful group. And if they can't make it to the event, I'm sure that there's always a way that they can get in touch with you and make a donation. Yes. Uh, the event is October 13th at Nayog Park in Scranton. It's located at the Schimmelfinnig Pavilion. It's the pavilion after the pool. 
Um, it's got like a brownish red roof. It starts at 9 a.m. The 5K starts at 9 a.m. sharp, and the uh, trick-or-treat trail opens at 9 a.m. as well. The trick-or-treat trail goes until noon. Um, and then if anybody wants to get a hold of us, we have a website, www.sprintforservicedogs.com. We also have a Facebook page. Uh, if you just search on Facebook for Sprint for Service Dogs, there's donation buttons on both of those. Um, they can also email us at sprintforservicedogs at gmail.com. Awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. And Thank Courtney, you. you'll give Finn some pets for me, won't you? Yeah, definitely. Okay. <laughs> Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives. Streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 